0: This episode of Life's a Garden is brought to you by Music It fuels the soul Never lets you down It's there for you whether you're happy Sad Angry Afraid It's the best therapy in the world And you know me Music truly is Life And when I'm not getting my fix on stage You can always catch me singing that karaoke. Make sure to get your daily fix of music, and you can bet your ass, your life will be better for it. Speaking of music, let's hit that intro. We're on episode 35. Let's dig it. What's up, you dirty fucks? We've reached episode 35. Uh, Straight off the top, I want to say my band Cutthroat will be playing February 20th at Craft Local, downtown Billings on Montana Avenue at 7 o'clock. Get there at 6, because the music starts at 7. I want everybody to get there early. We got some big stuff happening. Uh, We got a couple new songs. If you haven't heard us, get down there, check us out. If you have heard us, come listen again. It's going to be a great show. February 20th, Craft Local. All right. Now that that's out of the way, let's get to uh, the obvious stuff. So you may have noticed a couple of different things up in here, right? we got the brand new logo. Very excited about that. I'm very happy with the way it turned out. Um, you may have noticed a difference in quality as far as both audio and video we got that new mic we featured the new mic a few episodes ago we got the new camera too though we've had the new camera for the last like three episodes i think and i gotta tell you the the quality is so much better i i really i really like how this camera is so um i hope you guys do too also i told you i was gonna put the art piece up in the back there she is so um we're moving on up guys Every time I tell you, every time I tell you we're going to do something, I come through. When I tell you I'm going to get the new camera, I get the new camera. I deliver. The logo was kind of a... I, I was actually thinking about uh, premiering the logo on the 50th episode. And then I was thinking that's just too far away. I, I wanted to get it out now. It looks great. I love the font. There's, that's me. Uh, I'm peeking through the S and the A on this one. Just peeking through all creepy. I got that shovel. Because we're going to just keep on digging it baby. And I made the style in the same form that I did. For the uh, graphic arts project. Because uh, you know. You, those those are the guys I look up to. So I figured. Uh, make myself in the same image. You know. You kind of project that a little bit. also you know. It's a form of art that I enjoy doing and I'm very good at. So that was the other reason. But uh, yeah, so we're moving on up, guys. Levels. We just keep on moving up. And we're going to keep shoveling it and shoveling it until I kill myself. And that's alright. Because death's a garden as well. It's called a cemetery. <laughs> um, It is the monday after the super bowl um now this is pre-recorded so i'm re- i'm currently recording this before the super bowl it will come out the monday after the super bowl so in light of that i would like to give you my reaction to whatever the result may be okay so as of right now You know what happened in the Super Bowl. So, in the event that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have won the Super Bowl, here is my reaction to that. Right on, guys. Good job. Hey, you know what? Buccaneers, that's an awesome, you know, you beat one of the best teams in the league. Uh, Great win, guys. And uh, kudos to them. You know what? As much hate as I, have, as I give Tom Brady, uh, he's the best, man. Like, how can you deny him? That's seven rings he got. You know, he's, he's got seven. He's got more Super Bowl wins than any franchise in NFL history. So he has more because the Steelers have six. The Patriots have six. He's got seven. The GOAT. You know what? Uh, there was that defense. I love that Bucks defense. I love you know Shaq Barrett's an old, an ex Bronco. He's got a Super Bowl ring with the Broncos. Now he's got one with the Bucks, man. So congratulations, Shaq Barrett. Um, frickin Bruce Arians, just the whole team, man. I I love that offense. I love that defense. I was rooting for him you know, for most of the playoffs. I really was, cause I got a soft spot for the the Bucks. That was the first the Buccaneers was the first Super Bowl I ever saw. And so it kind of comes full circle. Here they are again. I got some friends who are Bucks fans, so I'm glad they won the Super Bowl. That's my reaction if the Bucks happen to win the Super Bowl. Okay, so that's my genuine reaction. Now, here's my reaction if the Kansas City Chiefs have just won the Super Bowl. Fuck! God Damn it. Back to back? Are you fucking kidding me? Ugh, this is just the beginning, isn't it? We're going to be seeing this more and more. Like, they're, they're the new dynasty. They're the new Patriots. God damn it. I'm a Broncos fan. You got to understand this. I am a Broncos fan. So to see the Chiefs win in any capacity angers me to my core. Not to mention, they got a great team. So that, you know, they got Mahomes for how long? My team has to deal with that. So you understand why I'm so angry. I actually like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a good guy. He's just too good, okay? And here they are winning back-to-back Super Bowls. God. I just hope the Broncos can get to Sean Watson now because, because that's their only chance of being competitive with them at this point. However, I will say this. I have a feeling that they're going to pull a Seahawks here pretty soon. Okay, They're going to run out of money. They won't be able to pay everybody, so we'll see what happens. Not happy about, this, about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, okay? Okay, so there we go. Now I've got both my reactions... So, so, regardless of the result, you'll know my genuine reaction. And the other one was just for fun. And I guarantee you, no matter the result, my reaction was on point. And that's good acting, folks. Uh, um, let's see, what else? Oh, okay, I got a uh, confession to make, guys. I got to be honest with you, okay? And I always want to be honest with you, because in the event... That I ever, you know, ask for donations for the podcast. I need you to trust me that I'm going to put it into the podcast, not cocaine. (laughs) But, um, no, okay, so, serious, I gotta be honest with you guys. I told you before that I was going to start working out, getting on a better, you know, diet, things like that, I wanted to be in, my goal for the year was to be in the best shape of my life, right, and, you know, I, I preached about setting goals, and, and sticking to your goals, and I really went hard the pain on that one, and I was really trying to drive home the point, point. and I really, I really shit the bed on that one, you know, I dropped the ball a little bit, I went the first, you know, whatever, I, I, oh, the whole month of january really the whole month of january i fucked it off and i blew it man but i told myself i was going to do it and if i'm being really honest this podcast me making that statement and like telling you guys and trying to like drive the point home to you guys that holds me accountable and i honestly feel like a responsibility To uphold that for myself so that I don't come across as a hypocrite and a liar and this and that. So, okay, here's the thing. I, the reason I didn't get on a good workout regimen and these, you know, excuses, excuses. I seriously, for one, I couldn't find time. I was either, it was either music or this or that, you know, something was going on. Plus, then I had my tooth pulled. That was about a week of not wanting to do much. I know excuses. There's no fucking excuses, okay? That's the the moral of this one right here, okay? No excuses, man. Unless it's like... Unless you're in a wheelchair or what, you know what I mean? Like, no... Bless me. Um... You know, no excuses, guys. Like these are lame excuses that I'm giving too. Is that I didn't have time, and I knew that. I knew they were lame excuses. So I was like, you know what? And and here's the thing too. When I get off work, the last thing I want to do is work out, and I'm sure everybody gets that. So how do you work around that? You you got to wake up early. That's what I decided. So I started waking up at six o'clock. I work at eight. Start start waking up at six o'clock. I roll out of bed about 6.30. Gives me some time to wake up. I start stretching. And then I hit the fucking gym, dude. I got the gym right here in my room. In my house. Which is even more of a no excuse that I'm not doing it. Because it's right there. You know what I mean? I could do it day, night, anytime. It's it's always available to me. So, that's what I started doing. This whole week. Started waking up at 6. Working out. And you know what? You know what? I feel in fucking credible. Like, I didn't realize how great it was to wake up, get kind of going, have a little something to eat, then go to work. Dude, my work production this week was out of this world. I was crushing it at work. I'm more motivated, I have more energy. And I knew that. That's the thing. I knew that was going to happen. You know, I, I've heard so many people talk about it. I, I just know scientifically, really. Once you get up and get a little blood flowing, get some food in you, start getting that energy, you, you're going to feel it throughout the day. And I knew that. But I guess, I don't know. I just, here, here's the thing. You have to put yourself in that mindset. Waking up in the morning is nothing more than mindset. You know what I mean? Like, I... Trust me. I get it. I hate rolling out of bed. But when you lay there, you just gotta tell yourself, Hey, once I'm up, I'm good to go. Because once I roll out of that bed, whether I'm... I've rolled out of bed groggy as fuck, just like totally tired. Once you start moving it's on it's all in your head it's a mindset guys that's with anything too you know what i mean like telling yourself you can't do something or telling yourself you know making excuses you just got to put it in your mind that you can overcome that you know what i mean you just have to it's a mindset and if you just force yourself to do something then you'll then you'll make it happen. You know what I mean. So keep that mindset. Keep you know I I I dropped the ball a little bit. I'm sorry, guys. But you you're the guy. You're the ones that held me accountable. Honestly, when I when I think about the podcast and think about how I how I just preach to you guys, you know, I gotta back that up. So I'm I'm happy to say that this week I went. I, I've I've been seven straight days working out and been eating good breakfast in the morning, I feel great. I feel phenomenal. So here's to, here's to the start, okay? We're going to keep, keep on keeping on. We're going to see where it takes us, okay? Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I uh, okay, so I, I finished watching, I started watching, and I finished watching that uh, Night Stalker documentary. I don't know if anybody, if any of you guys have seen it, but... It's about the... Uh, the Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker... Uh, in California in 1985... If I'm not mistaken. And... It's a good documentary. You know what I mean? Like... Now, I know what you're thinking, okay? Serial killer documentary. Real basic... Bitch... Over here. And... To an extent, that's true. You know? Like... Okay, let's address that first. Women... Really, really, really... Love... Serial killer documentaries. And if they're not into those... They're into the true crime stuff. Like... First 48... Or Forensic Files... Shit like that. And you know why? Now here... I... I thought about it... And I was like, no... But then I watched the the Richard Ramirez thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Hypothesis confirmed. The reason women like serial killer documentaries and true crime stuff is because they're fucking psycho. Okay? So hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Ladies listening, hear me out. When <laughs> Part of me feels like they're watching them just to like figure out like how you, they can get away with killing you, but it's because they have so much pent-up psychoticness and so much rage and all this stuff that when they watch it, it releases that. You know what I mean? You like, like how they say when you play a video game, a violent video game, it releases that urge to spread violence. Or when you listen to aggressive music, it releases that aggression when you when you when you're sad and you cry you're releasing that emotion, so they vicariously live through these serial killers so that they can they can release that that drive to m- I hope that didn't sound through the f- anyway, something popped up on my computer uh they're, rele- they're living vicariously through these serial killers so they can release that urge to murder us. Guys, that's what it is, okay? And if you don't believe me, if you think I'm just fucking joking about that, here's my confirmation. They want to fuck the serial killers. Oh, yeah. In the documentary, and now all these women. Which they show up to the trials to these murderers Not just Ramirez They did the same with Bundy And I'm sure there's other guys too They show up to these trials Like wanting to get a look at these guys And they're wearing scandally clad shit They're sending them nude pictures And and fan mail in in prison Richard Ramirez was not a good looking guy Okay Like if you think he was Then eh, okay nah he was gross. Like, he, is, he looked evil, for one. He had those nasty-ass teeth. Not a good-looking fella. Also, he murdered people. Hello? Okay, and, like, they were talking about it in the documentary, how it's, like, this bad boy thing. Like, the girls get off on the danger of it, and they get off on, like... He's a mis- he's a mystery. Bitch, no he's not a mystery. It's pretty it's not mysterious that he killed those women. It's pretty obvious that he did. There's no mystery here. If it, if it was a mystery, he'd still be out killing people. And here they want to fuck these killers. Hey, guess what? I bet they'd gladly fuck you. But then after that, they want to cut your Fucking head off. Okay? Ted Bundy was the same thing. Didn't Ted Bundy marry one of his, like, fangirls? Or something like that? I'm pretty sure. He married some chick while he was in prison for murder. On trial for murder. And got her pregnant, too, if I'm not mistaken. And Ted... Okay, they always talk about how Ted Bundy was, like, this attractive guy, too. Like, maybe a little bit, but... The guy was kind of a dork, honestly. Think about it. Like, he want Okay, he wanted to be a lawyer, for one. Now, here's how you know. Here's how you know it's not about him being a good-looking guy, an attractive guy. Because if... If these women didn't know him as Ted Bundy, the serial killer, and they just knew him as Ted Bundy, the lawyer, uh, unless they're after those bags... They're not interested. The, it, like the it, there's a great point too. The interest level in Ted Bundy, if he's just an average lawyer, is next to none compared to him killing like over a hundred women. That's when he's attractive. That's when the attraction meter goes through the roof. Is when he's murdered all these women, and you're a woman, and you're like, oh. Let's live life on the wild side. Let's see what he's about. Give me a fucking break, okay? So that's my point on that. Anyway, I watch the documentary because every now and again, I get a little basic bitch in me, and I and if it's a if it's a story that I'm interested in, I don't want I don't watch all of them. I'm not like this. Just encyclopedia of knowledge When it comes to serial killers And how to get away with a perfect crime But every now and again One pops up and I'm like okay Especially when it's trending And a lot of people have been watching this one It's good check it out But I watched the thing And god damn dude That guy was fucking Vicious Like Most serial killers have patterns they say He had no patterns he would go after men, he would go after women, he'd go after young, he'd go after old, he'd go after Asians, whites, Hispanics, kids, and and he'd murder some of them and then he wouldn't murder some of them. He'd sexually assault some of them and then he you know, the, there was no pattern. He would use a knife sometimes, he would use a gun sometimes. And the scare and there and there's never seemed to be a connection. Like they were random I was really thinking about that and it kind of it just bummed me out like it really honestly made me sad because it's like when you think about it we can all be murdered at any moment anybody could you know do that we all have the ability to kill and be killed. I don't necessarily think we all have the ability to kill. Like, we definitely do have the ability to. But psych- psychologically, I don't think a lot of us have that in us. Like, you really have to be fucked up like him to do that. But um, it's just the randomness of it, you know? Like, that that could be in any town, in any country. Just some guy who just decides to randomly kill somebody, and that's it. Your life's over, you know what i mean like that's just that stuck with me and it 's like just any one of those random people their life was taken for no reason it's like it's one thing to get in a car accident, but you were just in bed sleeping, and it's like this dude just like decided you 're gonna die today. And it's like, that's how quick and how fragile life is. Like, that's how, you know, it just goes to show you, man, you have to take every opportunity. Don't take nothing for granted. You know, capitalize on every opportunity you can because that's just how easy life can go. It's fragile. It's, it's not everybody makes it out. the same way you know we all we all wish we could live to be a hundred or however old you know in our old age but you know sometimes it just goes sometimes it's just taken from you and that's sad man and and you know what here's the thing it bummed me out because it when you when i'm like driving down the street and i see people i'm just like damn like they could they could just die any minute they could you know it's like There's just all these lives, all these like lives that are at some point going to be snuffed out. And it just bums me out when I think about death and like just dying and things like that. And this goes right back to the mindset thing, okay? Because when you let those negative thoughts, you know, invade your mind, then you're going to radiate negativity. I've said this before positivity radiates positivity negativity radiates negativity and that's not always based on like if you've had a negative interaction with somebody but like in this case i was watching a documentary and it made me sad it made me scared and you gotta really just you gotta feel that and get over it okay Because if I go out and I'm feeling that and I'm getting depressed and I'm radiating that and it's affecting everybody else. So what I did is I I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Fuck that thought. Fuck those feelings. Let's start thinking about happy stuff. Let's think about good stuff, positive stuff that is coming up. Things in my life, things in, in the world that are positively happening. And it brings you right back. And now you're full of life again, you're full of joy, you're full of positivity, and you're radiating that out in the world instead. Mindset. Stay strong-minded, guys. That's, that's my lesson for today. Stay strong-minded, okay? So, I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, where are we at? Oh, we are sitting pretty, guys. We still got some show to go. Let's keep it rolling, guys. Okay, so, um, this is big, okay? This, speaking of positivity, man, this is big. I mentioned we we have a show, my band Cutthroat. We have a show, again, February 20th at The Craft Local, downtown Billings, Montana. 7 o'clock, be there. Here's the thing. So, ready for the big unveilment? We... Just got in our merch. Check that baby out. That's the backside. Brand new merch. This is okay. This is the first merch I've ever had. I've been in four different bands. This is the first merch I've ever had with my band on it. This one's mine. This shirt right here, this is my shirt. I've waited so long for this. You have no idea how overcome with joy I was when I went and picked these up today. Um so, this is it. This is the big the big the big reveal. You guys are the first ones to see this. And they will be available for purchase at the show. That's the first time we're going to sell them. They're they're going on sale for the first time at the show. After that, they're free game for anybody who wants one. $20 if you'd like to purchase a shirt. It goes straight back into the band. We're gonna use that money to make more merch or to make recordings, things like that. So you're getting a cool shirt, the first print of of the band t-shirts, and you're helping out the band. Also, we're gonna have these stickers. We got both the logo and the band name sticker. And these are free, guys, so Come on down, get some free stickers, uh, get, get yourself a $20 shirt, and, uh, man, it's crazy. Like, I, I told myself, I seriously, I told myself, the goal was we were going to get shirts and stickers by February, and we did it. I told myself I was going to get the camera. I told myself I was going to get the new logo. You know what I mean? Like when you project, when you say it out loud, if you say your goals and you set goals and you say them out loud and you constantly are repeating them to yourself, it's kind of like that whiteboard thing, you know, where people, you know, write their goals and stuff on the whiteboard and you see it every day. I don't necessarily go that route. I just tell myself I'm constantly reaffirming to myself what my goals are. And when you, when you constantly are voicing them and it just, you, you, you make it happen, man. Like it just, and here we are, it's happened. We did it. You know, everything I've said I was going to do, I've done. And I, and I believe truly it's because I, I voiced that and I, I just, I, I put it out in the world and the world reciprocated it back to me. Maybe it's because you know I don't know whatever it is whether it's a state of mind that's part, that's kind of part of the of the theme today you know but fuck yeah guys so I, I'm super happy about that we, a lot of big things coming this year so merch available at show and then uh, staying on the topic of the show I wanted to talk I actually what I want to do I, I thought about this a while back and I was considering doing this. I was going to wait until we had an actual recording of a song. But since I don't really know when that's going to happen, I'm going to do it now. So what I want to do is break down the lyrics of one of my songs, one of our songs. Um and kind of you know tell you the lyrics and then I'm going I want to tell you the meaning behind it and what this song means when I wrote it. I've always been weary of that. I've always been weary of trying to tell, you know, the message behind my songs or or the lyrics I write. I don't like saying my songs are our songs, but I you know, I, I do write the lyrics and I'm very proud of that. It's definitely like my biggest achievement in the band singing aside. Like lyric, lyric writing is my favorite part of being a musician. And uh, you know, first off, let me say this too. Um, I have a lot of reasons for doing music. I have a lot of reasons for being in a band and writing music and stuff. And I have a new one. I, I thought, you know, I I have new aspiration to why I do what I the music stuff. I I realized it this week. Number one, I do it for me because I love it. I love writing music. I love writing lyrics. I love singing. I love just. The whole part of music. Number two. I do it for you guys. I do it to entertain. And to bring joy to people. That's number two. But you know what? Number three. I'm doing it for my bandmates. I want to be big and successful. And I want to push this this band into something we can be proud of. Whether that's local international what have you I, want, I will push this band and I will be the best motivator that we can have because, and, and because those guys deserve it they are all amazing musicians and they all you know, they deserve for their voices and their music talents to be heard just like me so I'm pushing not just for me not just for you but for them so that that's my new aspiration. Now back to the song. So um I'm going to break down the ly- I'm going to I'll read to you the lyrics, okay? And then um I'll I want so when I read the lyrics, I want you to listen and kind of figure out the meaning behind it for yourself, okay? Because that's a, that's one thing. I don't like necessarily telling people The meaning behind the lyrics. Because I want you to have your interpretation of it. Like I want you to like hear it and understand it. And be like you know this hits me because of this. Like, Like this is what it means to me when I hear those words. At the same time some people like to know what the message was. So I have mixed feelings. And I like to share you know the emotions and the feelings I went through when I wrote the song. So, I will read the lyrics to you. I want you to listen and kind of get a vibe of what you feel and what the song means to you, okay? And then afterwards, I will tell you what the actual message was and what the thought process behind writing it was. So, this song is called God Forsaken. You can actually hear a live version of this song on our Facebook page, so... After you hear me read the lyrics and you can, and you kind of know what the song's about, you can go back to our Facebook page and listen to the song and, like, hear it that way. And, like, maybe get the vibe that way. So, here we go. So, the song is called God Forsaken. Here we go. Feeding on fright, making you paralyzed. You can't deny. You see through the disguise. Leaving tonight, thinking you'll realize... What's wrong and right? Committing deicide. So many things that I wanted to say, selling my soul for what I'm believing. For God's sake, you need to get your life back now. Pull yourself together, it'll get much better, and you'll be forgiven. For God's sake, you need to see the light somehow. Open up your eyes and look deep inside, or you'll be forsaken. Day after day you're still sleeping away, hoping you pray, and try not to decay. Freeing the slave that you wanted to be, no more belief, and nothing to save. All of the things that I wanted to be, giving my life for something deceiving. For God's sake, you need to get your life back now. Pull yourself together, it'll get much better, and you'll be forgiven. For God's sake, you need to see the light somehow. Open up your eyes and look deep inside, or you'll be forsaken. Feeling alive, the demons awakened. Fire ignited, time to erase this. Bleeding you dry, you're rejuvenated. You'll be forgiven, or be forsaken. For God's sake, you need to get your life back now. Pull yourself together, it'll get much better. And you'll be forgiven. For God's sake. You need to see the light somehow. Open up your eyes. And look deep inside. Or you'll be forsaken. You'll be forsaken. You're God forsaken. So that is my song. God forsaken. Um. Take it in a minute. I want you to kind of feel. What you think that's that meaning is. And I want you to keep that. You know what I mean? I want I want to make sure that the emotion and like the message you received from that, that's what you stick with. Because everybody's interpretation of music and lyrics are totally different. And I understand that. And I want everybody's, you know, to keep that. To keep their personal interpretation true to them. But for me, when I wrote that song, that song is about... Um, not you know look- it's about looking in the mirror and not liking the reflection you see back it's about you know protect- you know being somebody that you're not and trying to be you know making sure that you're becoming the person that you know you are in your heart you know what I mean it was a time when i when I knew music was something I wanted to do, but I had been burned so many times from bands that I just decided wasn't worth it even though deep down inside me I knew music was my path that was that's what I truly wanted to do and so you know in the lyrics for God's sake you need to get your life back now pull yourself together it'll get much better and you'll be forgiven pull yourself together it'll get much better Um. you open up your eyes and look deep inside or you'll be forsaken. If you don't follow your heart, you're you know, you're going to be down. You're not going to l- like the person you see in the end. You'll never be fully satisfied and fully fulfilled. And now obviously when I wrote it, I wrote it with like religious undertones, which I really like, honestly. I really like those religious undertones. And it's very, you know, cuz you could look at it in the in the sense of um there's, like I said, there's a lot of ways you can look at it, really day after day, you're still sleeping away, hoping you pray and try not to decay. you know you're sleeping your life away. I'm hoping that you pray, pray for help, and don't decay into what you don't decay into this this version of yourself that you think you want to be, but you're not. You're not you're not living to your full potential. You're not living to your true self. Um, another line in there is, uh, um, all of the things that I wanted to say, giving my life for something dis or no, it's all of the things I wanted to be, giving my life for something deceiving. So all the things that I want in life, but I'm giving my you know I'm giving my life to something I I don't believe in or something that I don't. I, I, that's something I think I want or think I should be, but I'm not that. Selling my soul, you know, all these religious undertones. God forsaken, you're forsaken. It's kind of fun. It's just like it's not meant to be religious in any way. It's just those are the, the um, uh, what what do you call it? Um, comparison or whatever. Like the, I can't think of the word. But yeah, so that's my song, God Forsaken. I um, and that's the meaning behind it. So it's it's just about being the person that you want to be in your heart, and 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 just living truthfully to yourself, and not not um living a lie or pretending to be something you're not. So, that's what that song's about. I hope you go listen to it. I hope you go listen to it live February 20th at The Craft Local. We'll see you there. Let's see. Where are we at? Perfect. God damn. We're running perfect on time, guys. Because we know what we're doing after 35 episodes. Um. Okay. So, I've had this one on my on my books for a while. I've had this one in my notes and I've never really known where to where to bring it out. So I'm going to bring it out now. I'm going to tell you the time that I was a hero. So I literally saved a cat out of a tree. Like a like like the storybook heroes. Um, we had this cat, okay who her name her name was Bella we had this cat, and she just climbed you know okay first off let me uh, here's a hot take real quick for you before I get into the story pets people people often mistake pets for being slaves to humans uh-uh. It's the other way around. Humans are slaves to pets. Okay? And if you don't believe me... Okay. So, I understand. The the pet can't eat without you feeding it. The pet can't, you know, do a lot of things without the human. But, is that the case? Or are you feeding the pet not because you want it to live? Not because you you know you're not feeding it because it can't feed itself it can feed itself trust me when a cat gets hungry or a dog gets hungry it will find food it will fucking eat you if it has to animals find a way you feed that pet because you want him to stick around and because you love him you you shower him with unconditional love you're the slave You go go out and pick up their fucking shit, okay? Dog is man's best friend? Well, guess what? I'm not going out and picking up my actual best friend's shit. I would never do that. You know who you do that for? A king. You wipe a king's ass. You do everything a king asks of you. You bow down to that king, and what does the What does what do these animals? And same with cats. You know, you take out the litter box. You you have to change out their shit. And you would never do that for an actual person unless it's a baby who can't take care of itself. But the baby eventually grows up to become a slave too, to its other pets. But um, fuck. What was the point I was gonna make? Pets. Oh, what does a pet? What does a pet do in return for all this love and affection that you give it? Cats, dogs, whatever. What do what do they give you in return? They just have to be a fucking animal. That's it. Why does do- Why does a dog get patted and pets and love and cuddles? It just has to be a fucking dog that's it it just has to exist and it gets all that now granted you can make the argument of of a guard dog or he's protective or whatever cats don't do none of that shit but really they don't serve much of a purpose besides just being a companion to you and just existing and then you give them all this stuff that's why I don't have pets because I am not a slave back to the story so, we have this cat, she climbs up, the, my, okay, my mom will let uh, this cat and all of her cats she's ever had just go outside willy nilly, which is never good, they're either going to get run over, they're going to get lost, and then they get used to the outside and they never want to be inside. Domestic cats are meant to be inside, okay, that's why they're domestic, you can't leash up a cat. It just doesn't work that way. But my mom would let this cat go outside all the time. And run around and do all that. Well, she r- runs up this giant tree in the backyard. Okay? I'm, say- I'm, ta- I'm telling you, she was 20 to 25 feet up in this tree. Some- something crazy like that. Okay? It might have even been higher. I don't know. It was over 20 feet. And she's stuck up in this tree. And she's too afraid to come down and you can just hear her meow meow and she's like grown cat, you know. This is not a kitten. And she's too afraid. And I felt I just was like so sad like and my you know we we agreed she would come down eventually. You know, when cats when animals get hungry, when cats get hungry, they eventually will find a way down. This is true. I believe this is true. And so she stayed out there all night and it was really windy that night too. So I was worried she was going to get blown out of the tree. She stayed, you know, she probably didn't sleep. She just stayed up there all night, you know, awake in the wind. My mom said she stayed up all night, like keeping an eye on her and stuff. And I just was like, man, I just felt so bad. And then I we we put out a can of food on the ground the next day to maybe lure her down. I don't remember if she was up there for one day or two days. She might have been up there for two full days. Hadn't eaten nothing. And I just felt so bad. And I was like, fuck, you know. We thought about calling the, the fire department. But I was like, nah, fuck this. I'm getting that cat down myself. So I went and got this ladder. I got the tallest ladder that we had. And I don't remember how big it was. But it was just, it was just one of those, like, leaning ladders. It wasn't like a, a you know t or what do they call it the a the a ladder it was a uh it was just a straight ladder so i had to lean it up against the tree and i'm telling you this is a tall ladder it's like 15 foot tall ladder or something like that might, might even been taller might have been the 20 foot tree or ladder it was tall see i don't remember how tall how high the cat was all i know it wasn't tall enough okay and i i took it at a couple angles trying to get this cat and, like, trying to get her to at least try and come down to me a little bit so I could... But she just wasn't having it. Like, there was no, I, there was no branches for me to, to grab onto. And I wasn't going to do that anyway. So, I'm like, fuck, man. How do I get this cat? Like, like what can I do? I want to get her down so bad. So, I start, like, looking for stuff. And I'm thinking, ooh, what if I, like, can rig a basket or something? What if I can, like, get a basket for her to get into? So I'm looking for all this stuff that I can make a basket with well I find this long metal pole it was for um you know those you get like a scraper that scrapes snow off your roof. it's metal and so it'll scrape snow off your roof. It was one of those so I took the end off and so I had this big long metal pole and I took a laundry basket, a circular laundry basket that was like had the weaves in it, but it was it was plastic and I looped that metal pole through the basket and i got up in that tree and i i got it right up you know i I lifted that basket up right under her feet and she wouldn't go in she like she was looking at it she was thinking about it i could tell she was like thinking about it but she wouldn't jump in and so I was like, okay, she she doesn't want to jump down. I need to make it, because it was literally right at her feet. Like the lip of this, of this basket. So I was like, okay, she's not going to jump in. She needs something to like step onto. So I filled the basket with blankets. I got back up in that tree. And I put the thing up. And I'm holding the thing, I'm holding it at the very end, you know what I mean? And there's blankets in this basket now. So she can jump into it. And I'm starting to worry. You know. When she jumps in. If, if the leverage is going to go off. And I'm going to oh oh oh. And I'm going to like end up leaning. And, and she's going to fall out or whatever. So I'm holding on for dear life. I'm, you know my feet are literally just on this ladder. I'm leaning up against a tree. And she starts putting her paw out. And she leans over. And she jumped in. And I felt that weight, you know. She's not that heavy of a cat, but I felt it. And you know, I'm at, a, I'm holding this pole. It's a weird, you know, angle and whatnot. And I got a good, a good uh, balance. And I start lowering her down. And as I'm looking up at her, I see this little cat head poke over the, the basket and go, meow. And then I pulled her down, and I saved that fucking cat. And you know what? That cat never forgot about that. She loved me for the rest of the time we had her. Surprise, surprise. She got lost at one point because my mom would let her out and she ended up getting lost. But anyway. um, Yeah, she fucking never forgot that. She never forgot me saving her. In fact, she she didn't forget that so much so that when she, she got pregnant, of course... Because you know she would go outside, so she got pregnant, and then when she the day she had her babies, we could hear her out like, in the hallway, like because she's having these babies, and she, when I opened the door to look at her, she bolted under my bed to have the babies. So she had the babies under my bed and stayed under there for the eight weeks or whatever that she needed to nurse them and whatnot. And because she knew, she knew who was going to fucking protect her and those babies. And sure enough, I, I, I specifically remember all those nights, like laying in bed with my head on the pillow and just hearing meow, 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 all these little kittens just meow, meow. and unfortunately one of the, one of the kittens didn't make it. It was a runt. And, uh, I, tr- we tried to nurse it. We tried to feed it and get it, but it just didn't make it. So I named that kitten Vegeta and gave it a warrior's burial outside in the yard. So I'm a hero, guys. I bet you didn't know that. Now, let me tell you about the time that I murdered a cat. Because, as Thanos says, evenly balanced as all things should be, I saved a cat and I also killed a cat this was obviously not on purpose. I did not kill this cat on purpose. So I was dropping my friend off in this trailer par- in this trailer court and I was like pulling out and uh, I-, I was like leaving the trailer court and I'm going like, I'm literally going, you know, five to ten miles an hour out of this trailer court and I see these kids kind of off to the side and this one kid kind of goes, he just goes, he makes this face like, like, oh, no, he he makes, like, this, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then I hear, like, this, da-dunk. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I thought they had thrown, like, a rock or, like, a ball into the road. And then it hit my car. I was like, did those little fuckers throw something at my car? So I look in the rearview mirror, and sure enough, I see this flailing around in the road... And I'm like... Oh, I literally was stunned. I was still driving. Like, my car was still moving. And I was, like, looking at like, stunned at what I had just done. I knew what had happened. Like, I fucking ran over a cat. That was, It was a black cat that was laying in the road. And I didn't see it because it was dark. And that kid saw me run over that fucking cat. And I felt so bad. And I'm just driving because I'm stunned. And I'm like... And then those kids started running after me because they must have thought I either did it on purpose or that I was just like run like driving away. I just like killed this cat and I'm just like, hey, 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 hey see ya. And so when they started running after me, I just was like, oh, shit. And I just panicked and hit the gas. Ugh. I feel so bad. That hurts. That haunts me a lot, actually, because I've never, ever wanted to run over an animal. No animal. That's the only animal I've ever run over. So, yeah. I, uh, I'm i a hero and I'm a villain. So, there you go. What are we looking at? Ooh, close on top. Okay, you know what? We're going to do it. So, I am going to... I got a bit I want to do. Okay? This is going to be hit or miss. We're going to see. So, Chris Dalia, I've talked a lot about Dalia. He did this bit of, for a long time about um, do, doing uh, Craigslist ads. He would read like Craigslist uh, misconnection ads, and I thought about mm, let me like that might be fun to do for, for my town and see what kind of weird shits out there. Well, I looked it up and there wasn't any really too many weird stuff, which is great. Even the state of Montana, there's not that much weird stuff, which I'm like, cool. Not a lot of weirdos here. And uh, well, there are, but anyway, so, and also, you know, I don't want to copy somebody's bit. Like I'm very much against plagiarism. In fact, in the fifth grade, when we first learned how to do copy and paste, I literally copy and pasted a whole like article once. And this was before I knew what plagiarism was. This was before I knew it was bad or like illegal to do that. I just thought I was being smart. And my teacher like totally fucking wrecked us for that. And ever since then, I've always been against plagiarism, whether that's music, movies, bits, anything like that. So I don't want to plagiarize this bit. So I'm not gonna. And I was thinking about other Dalia bits. And he did this. He he did this one where he would read um porn titles but he'd make it sound like like a movie like like it was being released as like a like some kind of HBO show or something like that it was funny and of course I'm not going to plagiarize him so I was thinking you know what would be funny is if I read porn comments you want to talk about the most in people in the world. And I've heard you know, porn comics comments can be quite funny. So let's read some porn comments. Like I said, the most incel person. If you like, if you're going to literally get on the computer and comment on this porn you just watched, here's how I do it. Oh, fat, 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 splurt. Down, And now I'm ashamed. I don't go... I don't comment. I barely comment on things anyway. But anybody who's like commenting on porn... Is just the most incel. So let's see what some of them have to say. First things first. Getting that incognito mode. (laughs) You know, okay. So one time... I... Was with my ex-girlfriend. And... And, uh, I was going to like look something up on Google and I just like from complete instinct hit incognito mode. And she goes, "I, I, she didn't say anything. I just go, huh, that was weird. Why did I do that? And she goes, yeah, why did you do that? Like she obviously knew what was up and I go, I don't know. And I just totally played it off like nothing. All right, let's see what we got here. I got to find a good title first. Well, let me get... (laughs) This one says... Uh... God, good thing I don't read the titles before watching them... Because I would never... I would never watch them. This one... Uh, Big tits, amateur girl, intense, fuck doggy style, cowgirl, tits, shaking, close up. Okay. So they got all the all the adjectives there. Literally, like, God! Like, who was, who's gonna read that and be like, oh, man. Gotta watch this one. It's all about the frickin'... Thumbnail. Big tits, fuck, ass, pussy, lick, wet. Yum. There's a porn title. Okay, let's look at... Uh... Also, also, by the way, mom, if you're still listening, sorry about this. <laughs> um, Comments, comments. Okay, yeah. A lot of people trying to sell nudes on the comments. Also... Porn is on its way out, guys. I'm telling you, like the, people don't need to be porn stars anymore. They can just do OnlyFans. They don't need all that. So let's see what have we got comments. Like I said, there's a lot of people trying to just sell stuff on here. Okay, here we go. When I am sad, even want to, Oh my god. When I am sad, even want to die, I will watch your porn. That will make me happy. Thank you my goddess. <laughs> The most in-cell comment is the first one I read. When I'm sad... This guy is literally saying, Your porn keeps me alive. I would die without... Like, I'm so sad and then I watch your porn and then I don't kill myself. That's what that fucking guy just said. Those breasts deserve to be touched, played with, and sucked on every day. Jesus God. Want my nudes, hit my Snapchat. Bunch of those. Okay, next one. What do we got? What do we got? (laughs) Gentle femdom pegging his ass amateur strap-on pegging. These should be good comments. If there are any. The stockings look great on both of you. Uh, Very gentle indeed. <laughs> I'm sure you both enjoy this. The prone position pegging is marvelous. It's marvelous, guys. Yuck. It's honestly kind of gross. Let's see. We'll just do a couple more. Let's see. Oh, God. These are... Tiny stepdaughter caught and fucked. What is it with this stepdaughter, stepmother shit? Like, it's... I've heard a lot of people actually talk about this. And it's like... Here's the thing. In my opinion, it's it's because... You know, there's they've run out of crazy shit to do. They've run out of taboos. Look at this fucking douchebag with his queer beard and small bent dick. (laughs) That's actually... That's pretty funny. Fellas, if you ain't had your butthole licked, you missing out. Ugh. Definitely haven't had that. And I don't know that I am. I wouldn't... I don't know that I subject... A woman to that She's fucking hot Good comment Thank god you wrote that She's on a porn site She's probably fucking hot It is a very good video I also um, I also have quality videos Selling shit I saw one earlier That I wanted Fuck I'm probably not gonna find it now Hmm. Ugh. Dude, some of this stuff is like just gross, honestly. And I'm not like being that guy. Like I will st- like okay, honestly, let's be let's be completely honest, guys. Um If you if you say oh, I don't watch porn that much, <sighs> we all see through that, okay? It's more boss if you just uh Admit to it. Like, what's more Boston being like, yeah, I watch porn, like, often. You know, you just admit it. I respect you way more if you just admit it. If you're just going to lie to me and be like, oh, yeah, I don't watch that much. True Anal. That one's, that's the title of that one. It's just True Anal. I, I think Talia actually said that one once. Ugh. No thanks, I'm not even going to read that one Some of the You know, even <laughs> some of the fucking uh... Okay, you know what Okay, I got a story for you actually now that like While I'm scrolling these One time me and my buddy Mac I'm going to name drop his ass Me and my buddy Mac were like I don't even know why, we were looking at something And we discovered this like Porn game show That was on The Hub And uh and she, it was like this game show where they would reveal, like, the legs, and then they would reveal, and it was like a dating game, kind of. Like a dating sh- show where it's like, I don't remember exactly how it went down, but it was something like, you base it on appearance, so it starts with the legs, and then you decide who you don't want. And then it starts with, like, the dick or the... Depending if it's a guy or a girl that's looking... at uh, The dick or the... Or the vagine. And then it's, uh... And then they go up to the chest. And they then they finally go to the face with the last two people. Or something like that. And you decide... I think you decide before the face. On who you want. And then you have to, like, go on a date with them. And then it's like, I don't know. Something like that. But me... But here's the thing. Like, this is why it's funny. Um... Me and him... Watched... Like, four episodes of that. Like, intrigued. Like, we weren't even hard. We were just, like, sitting there intrigued by it. So. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Alright, let's find maybe a couple more of these. And then we'll call it a day. So, this. I want you to come inside my pussy. Please fill me up. Cream pie compilation. Mouth. Pie compilation. Ugh! Dude. No. The cream pie stuff is... That... That's literally like reverse boner. Like, my dick shoots up inside of me and I poop it out the other end. Literally. Reverse boner on that one. Oh, you know what? Actually, I got... Just the person for this. And if you know, you know. Zeeve Bellringer. She's... Da- she's For sure to have... <laughs> Zeeve Bellringer. She's sure to have some weird comments on hers. Because she does all this, like, mom stuff. Like, the mom or, like, the sister stuff. And she does, like, JOI style. Which, I don't know what JOI means. But it's like... There's no... Dick. It's just her pretending to get fucked, and like she's one of the top porn stars. See this? I no. I'm, uh, impregnating stepmommy. Uh. Reverse boner immediately. Oh, there goes that again. Is that not plugged in? Oh shit, it's not. Hang on, just one second. Sorry about that. My computer was going to die. I had to plug it in. I thought I had it plugged in, but I guess not. All right. So, impregnating stepmommy. What are the Oh, there's 236 comments, guys. When I scroll through Oh, wait. This one says This one says so wholesome. Does anyone else agree that animals in the best Pink Floyd album? The animals is the best Pink Floyd album. What? This is what you're commenting? It. Fuck yeah. This one just says fuck yeah. Little brother to older brother. You're not my dad. Older brother smiles. (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) Okay, I got it. I got it. That's pretty funny. Ugh. So everyone's saying these comments are hilarious? I don't know about that. This this the kind of video where post-nut clarity hits a fucking cyber truck. Huh? Hit, hits harder than a impregnated stepmother. Alright. I think if I ever do this again, I'm just going to go to hers. Because they actually had some good comments on that. So... Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to that really delicious portion of the podcast. I told you it might have been a mistake and I was just going to try something new. That's why I saved it for the end. Half of you don't even listen to the end. Eh? So, um Thank you guys for watching. We're going to we're going to close on the on that beautiful beautiful segment. Uh make sure to go check us out. February 20th I didn't mention this earlier I wanted to mention this at some point I should have mentioned it when I showed you guys the shirt but um uh dynamic design I haven't done a uh local spotlight in a while and that's because I told you I wasn't gonna do I was gonna do local spotlights up until everything opened up and guess what it's open baby we're back open, so uh, I haven't really been doing local spotlights, but I will give a shout out to Dynamic Design in Laurel, Montana. Made those T-shirts. I'll show it to you one more time. So, Dynamic Design made these for us. Very good price. Uh, if you're if you have a business, if you have anything that you want to get a T-shirt made for or hats, they do hats, uh, sweaters, all the all the whole nine. Great products. Great. Like I'm so happy with the way this turned out. It's very well quality. That's Dynamic Design in Laurel, Montana. They're great guys to work with. We will be working with them again. And hey, who knows? We got the new logo. Maybe we'll get some podcast merch. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Um make sure to like, share, subscribe. Get the word out about it. Let's grow this thing even more and more and more. We're we're living it out. We're we're voicing it We're going to make it happen. And uh, keep that mindset right. Stay on the right path. Stay strong-minded. And uh, promote that positivity. And as always, don't forget, life's the garden. Dig it.